Take Care with Mod is a podcast that focuses on the power we gain from taking care of ourselves. In this space, I share my own experiences with spirituality, mental health, finding my purpose, leaning into community, tons of transformation, and so much more. I'll also be in conversation with a few of my favorite people as they share some of their own stories. Taking care of ourselves is more than what we do to maintain day-to-day. It's actually the groundwork to us becoming our true selves. So let's learn how together. Thank you for pressing play, and here's today's offering. Welcome to episode one of Take Care with Mod. I'm so excited. I'm like crazy, crazy excited just to be presenting this podcast to you guys. This has been a baby of mine for a while now, and I'm just happy that I finally kicked my own butt into gear and got it going. Excited. Yes. Yes. So this podcast, if I could describe it as earnestly and as honestly as possible, it's going to be a lot of me just sharing what I've learned thus far in my 20 some odd years. Um, I guess I should start with kind of an introduction of who I am. So I'm Maude Alcorn. I am a poet, a writer, um, a half-ass blogger. I'm a little bit of a... I don't know. I don't really know how to describe myself besides those things. Um, That's actually something that I look forward to being able to do better as the show progresses. It's just kind of giving you like, I'm mod. This is me. This is what I do. But right now, I kind of got those few talking points for you. And the rest, we're going to have to kind of figure out together. But the point of this podcast, I know for sure. The point of this podcast is for me to not only share my experiences, just so y'all can hear me talk about a bunch of random crazy things that happen in my life or have happened in my life, but it's also for me to have a space to talk to other amazing people um, about their life and their experiences, people who are close to me, near and dear to my heart, some of my closest friends, um, some of my mentors, some of people that I've never even met, but we're going to manifest them into coming on to this podcast and talk about um, how they've helped me and what they do. And really, just to kind of put some of these lessons out there into the universe. um, And some of these experiences for people who may feel one alone, like, nobody's going through the same thing as me. Two, who feel like, oh, I don't really know how this is going to play out. I don't really know anything about this. Kind of just hearing from another regular ass person. Just consider me your, you know, your friend in your head. And three, it's super great for me to have this platform to talk out some of the things that literally go on in my world. Um, I live a super regular life, but I also live a life that is just filled with so much I it's kind of hard for me to describe it any other way as in just transformation and growth I 
like I said, I'm 20 something years old. You know, a lady never reveals her age, but I'm 20 something years old. I live in the Bay Area. I could stop right there. And if you know anything about the Bay Area, then, you know, there's a shit ton of stressors that just come with living out here that come with being black out here. It, it, it gets real. So that's already it's one thing. And I kind of have this crazy idea that I actually want to live my life on my terms in my way and just be my whole ass self. And when I say my whole self, I mean, every single part of me gets to be on display at some time or another. I feel like a lot of times in my life specifically, I find myself picking and choosing who I get to show off into the world, like what parts of me get shown to the world. Because, of course, some ple- some parts of me aren't going to be accepted as much as other parts. And some parts of me are going to be downright ridiculed because people are going to be like, oh, my God, look at this crazy lady. But they all play a huge factor into me being who I am. And so instead of just picking and choosing to uplift what I think is going to get the most likes or um, people are going to like the most, I'm just kind of throwing it all out there. Like, this is me. It gets real. It gets a little crazy. Who knows exactly what you're going to get every day? I certainly don't. But every single day, I'm coming with the real. The real me um, as in the purest form possible, which will be a struggle. This is going to be days where I'm going to be like, you know what? I want to just sit in my room, eat a tub of ice cream, and just pretend that everything's going great, even though it's literally hell. There's going to be days where I'm like, oh my gosh, today is so amazing. I can't wait to talk about it. It's so awesome. I can't wait to share it. Yay! And then there's going to be days where no one's going to hear a thing from me because I literally cannot, like literally, literally cannot. And I'm just going to hide from the world. Um, yeah, and I, I don't, I'm definitely am going into this just with a super open heart, an open mind, just to be as vulnerable as possible, because that's something that I feel like we don't see enough of because I mean, Let's be real. Who wants to be super vulnerable, especially with strangers? (laughs) I don't want to be vulnerable with people that I love and care about, people who I am in private and intimate spaces with. I don't want them to see parts of me. But I've learned that you do yourself a huge disjustice when you allow yourself to kind of just only wear a mask and never just kind of show who you are for real. And it does a disjustice to the people around you that you care about. Because there's been so many times when I've been having on this um, super sturdy mask, a strong face, like I'm going to go into the world and I'm going to be okay and everything's going to be all right. And I'm going around, I'm smiling and I'm talking. And it took someone that I love, someone close to me to just kind of be vulnerable and just say, hey, you know, I'm having a rough day or hey, um, shit has just not been how I thought it was going to be. And it's kind of going crazy. I don't really know how things are going right now, but um yeah, this is where I'm at. For me to just completely break down and let my walls unravel. It's been those moments of 
just someone just relating to me and not even realizing it because I'm walking up like, oh yeah, everything's going great. I'm having a great time. Everything's good. I'm I'm perfect. And them just taking that little bit of a moment to just show me their vulnerable side just completely caused me to collapse and become super open and just let them know what's really going on. And sometimes there's tears and sometimes there's yelling and sometimes there's just because <laughs> I can't get the words out. But I always appreciate and love those moments that I get to have with the people in my life. Because in those moments, I learn a lot about myself. I learn about them. And it's just a moment. Those kind of moments can't be faked can't be duplicated and they're just super amazing and I loved having them so I thought what if I took those moments and made a podcast around it how would that be how would that work and I'm not really sure how it's gonna work I've kind of got this plan let's call it a plan it's not really a plan but we're gonna call it that this plan of how I want this podcast to be what I want this podcast to be and If I do it authentically, I'm not going to say if I do it right or wrong. If I do it authentically, it's going to be something great. And who knows what that's going to be? We're literally going to find out together, (laughs) but I'm excited to do it. I'm excited to get it out there. I'm excited to just give people the space to just kind of have moments with themselves and the people around them and just come and listen to this podcast and realize, hey, everybody has some shit, okay? Some people have really nice, um, fancy, organic manure, and some people just got bullshit, okay? I'm somewhere in between, but everybody has some of it, and this is a space where I just kind of want to work that out, work that out within myself, work that out with my future guests, um, which I already have some lined up that I'm super excited to have conversations with because these are people, this first round of guests, uh, this is a group of people who I know personally, some of my closest friends, people who have literally dug me out of dark assholes, even knowingly or unbeknownst to them, who have really just helped me just by being who they are. Nothing, nothing crazy. It's not because of the degrees they have. It's not because of the, their even their own um their levels of education. It's just really because of who they are, what they've been through and how they care. Cause everyone don't care the same. Some people care like, you know, Oh, that's, you know, hope things get better. Hope you have a great day. But some people care with their whole heart. Some people care with their whole being and not maybe about every single thing, but about me about my life, about my journey. These are people that truly and honestly care and helped me through some dark, dark times. And I'm super excited to have them on here. In this first season, it's just going to be a lot of just figuring things out live. (laughs) We're going to just figure some things out. Some things we may not have realized before. Some things that may be brand new ideas to us or some things that we may have been thinking about for a long time, but kind of just hearing out loud for the first time here in this space. And I just want people to take from that one simple thing that you're not alone. 
Other people are going through things very similar. Even if it's wildly different, just know that you're not alone. That, hey, we can learn from anyone. We can learn from anyone, anybody. Every single person you come across has the power to teach you. No matter where you think they are or no matter where you think you are, they have the power to teach you something and to help you grow. And that, hey, we learn how to take care of ourselves through experiences. We learn how to be better to ourselves through past experiences. We learn a lot about ourselves by what we go through. And in this space, I don't want to just learn those things. I don't want to just have them in my Rolodex of memories, whether good, bad, hurtful, or helpful. I want to pick apart some of the things that have occurred in my own life, pick apart some of the things that have occurred in some of my guest lives, pick them apart to the point where we're getting to the root of it. And from that, we learn lessons that help us to move forward and become better people and to take care of ourselves better. Simple. It doesn't sound like anything kind of crazy or anything wild because it's really not. It's something so simple, something that all of us have the power to do, something that all of us can definitely take on and just kind of tackle. But the outcome can be really amazing. So I hope you kind of get a gist of where I'm going with this. Um, It's not really... (laughs) to organize, but I wanted to just do an introduction, a little bit of me, a little bit of the purpose of this podcast. And I'm going to really jump into the first episode of what I want to talk about today. And I kind of want to talk about purpose. Purpose to me has always been like, this is my purpose. I'm here to do X, Y, and Z. I have X, Y, and Z tools. I mean, A, B, and C tools to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to figure it out. This is what I'm meant to do. Now, if to you, you're like, okay, that sounds super black and white and kind of undersimplified (laughs) or oversimplified, you're right. Because that's, to me, in my own experiences, it's not how purpose works. It's it's not um, that cut and dry. So now that I've been... So fortunate to really have a grip on what my purpose is. I've got a better understanding of it. So now my definition of purpose in regards to my life, in regards to what it means to me. Purpose is what you've been crafted, specifically and specially created to give to the world. Something that you have been made to give to the world. That's what purpose is to me now. And when I look at it from that standpoint of purpose is what I'm giving to the world. It makes me think of what my purpose is. And it also caused me to redefine it. I've always felt like my purpose was to tell stories. Um, through writing, through poetry, short stories, novels, whatever. I always felt that was my story. Uh, My purpose was to tell stories to people, to put stories out that needed to be heard. 
And I still feel this is my purpose. But now with my new definition of what that means and what I'm giving to the world, it's like my gift to the world. I feel like that my purpose is to tell stories, put them out into the world so that other people can learn and gain from them. My purpose is to serve people these stories and to be of service with the stories and the resources so that they can take something from it and build upon it and build something for themselves. So that sounds a little, you know, it's a little broad, but that's what I feel like my purpose is. I feel like I'm here to serve in a way where I'm helping others to help themselves and not by being this Buddha or this Mother Teresa or this picture perfect boss babe. I'm doing it in a way where I'm just being myself and just showing off my world, my life, my experiences and hoping that someone takes from that, builds upon it and makes something for themselves. Does that even make sense? I hope it does. But that's what I honestly in my gut feel like my purpose is. Like I'm here to just be a vessel of experiences. And I used to always be a person who's like, why is all this bad stuff happening to me? Oh my gosh, why is it's like the world hates me. The universe does not love me. I used to be that kind of person. Because I've been through a lot in these years that I've been on this earth. A lot. And at first I thought it was totally normal. Like everyone goes through these things super normal. And yeah, everybody does go through things. But (laughs) as I got to know people um, on a real level and kind of started sharing my own stories, people would be like, oh my God. And I'd be like, what? I mean, that's normal. And they're like, um... (laughs) You, you might want to check out what normal like means because I have a totally um, unique and story that isn't always pretty. There's a lot of dark spots in this story. But one thing about my story that I love is that it just, it's just powerful. Um, it's powerful in so many ways. One, because I own all of it. I own every single piece of my story. And if I did it, I did that shit. I'm guilty as hell. If I did it, I did it. I own it. If it happened to me or if it taught me something or if it hurt me, if it pained me, made me cry, made me laugh, I own it for what it is. And so when I tell people even just snippets of my story, they're like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Like, ah. how could you make it through that? And I don't know. I I have no idea. I kind of just survived things. Some things I haven't even dealt with. Like, and I'm just talking about the parts of my story that I've actually acknowledged and kind of worked through, um, especially when it comes to some of the negative parts, the bad and dark parts. But I own the whole thing. And I feel like that's what's kind of brought me to this point. When you have a handle on who you are, what you've been through and what you're here to do, there's so little that people can tell you. So little. I almost want to say there's nothing people can tell you, but I'm just a person who feels like I'm 
really a student of life and everyone and everything can teach me something. But there's so little that anyone can tell you when you take control of your own story. When you write your own story to your own life in your own words, what can anyone do to you? What can anyone say about you? I'm sure there's people who do say things about me negative um, and think things about me, but I'm so firm in knowing what it is that I've done, who it is that I am and where it is that I'm going, that none of that phases me. And honestly, when I think of what makes my story so unique, so special and so important to me and beyond is that it's just taking the ownership. And this is something new for me. I wasn't always a person who was like, you know what? Stuff happens. Things have happened to me that I wish did not, you know, in my hearts of hearts. But instead of me just sitting here and living my life in regret, I'm going to grab it by the horns and just run with it. Like, I'm just going to own it to the point where no one can take this from me. No one can say this about me in a way that's going to hurt me because I already know what it is that I'm doing here. And it's, it's lovely, you know, it's lovely, but it takes a lot of work. I had to be really, really honest with myself about a lot of things. I had to really realize um, a lot of traumatic things that happened to me that I did not want to think about that I pushed out of my head for literally years at a time. I had to hold myself accountable to some of the crap that I've done to people that was just ridiculous and ludicrous. And they were super undeserving of getting that. And instead of me being like, well, people were mean to me and people hurt me. So I'm just going to hurt people. No, I get it. Hurt people do hurt people. But one of y'all people who was hurting has to understand why you're doing that incorrect. So I chose to, instead of being this person who's a victim and hurting and suffering, I just chose to just say, hey, life ain't been no crystal stare. Yes. But am I going to make it better by creating a life of non-crystal stairs for the people in my life or people around me in general? No. So I had to be real with myself. I had to hold myself accountable to things I've done, to things I've said. And I do that on a daily basis. Because some days it's some days are so hard. It's just so much easier to shrink within yourself, blame the world for everything that's going on and just pretend that everyone's just being mean to you and everything's just happening to you. And, you know, I'm just going to be miserable in this moment because I want to be miserable. I still do that. Some days it's just easier than the opposite, which is actually getting up and fighting. It's a lot easier. But, oh, it's not nearly as worth it. Those days when I find myself just kind of like, I I can't, like, I can't deal with anything or anyone and I'm just going to be miserable and fuck it. Life is just horrible. Those days, honestly, I, the next day, I always regret those days. But any day where I get up and say, hey, I'm going to face the world regardless. Things are going crazy. I don't even know my up from now, my left from right right now. But I'm going to go get up, fight and get it together. Those are the days I never regret. Those are the days I just never regret them. Because even though it was a hard day, 
even though I had a crappy start to the day or whatever, at least I got up and fought. At least I got up and actually put forth the effort to change this day and put forth the effort to change my feelings and my reactions to it and some things. Those days I never regret. So I just choose to have more of those. That's pretty much my game plan. <laughs> my game plan to life is to make a lot of small choices that are going to have huge effects on me. Like just making that small effort to just say, hey, I'm going to have a good day. Or saying, hey, today started off crazy. It was not the best start, but moving forward, I'm going to make sure the rest of my day is better. Just little things like that have helped me a lot. And calling myself out on stuff like, hey, you shouldn't have talked to that person like that. That was incredibly rude for no reason. You should apologize because that's not who you are right now. Or saying, hey, you're ignoring this person because... This is my favorite one. You're ignoring this person because you feel like they're ignoring you, even though they're constantly trying to contact you. So answer your phone, reply to that text because they're not doing anything to you. You're in your own head. That's something I have to deal with a lot. I'm not proud of that, but I have to deal with it a lot. And another thing that I do on a daily date, on a daily basis that I have to hold myself accountable to Stop assuming people know your expectations of them. And I don't have expectations for many people, but the people I do, stop assuming they know your expectations of them if you have not told them. Stop assuming that. Stop assuming that, stop making up these random wild scenarios in your head of, Things that you think are they're they're doing to you or people are plotting against you or that people are doing things that a there's literally been no signs of and b why would they do that like you know these people I I have to check myself a lot in my interactions with people because I'm a girl who grew up very awkward very nervous very shy And even though I feel like I've gotten past a lot of that, a lot of that stuff creeps up in the oddest moments, um, especially when it pertains to relationships. Because um, even though I've learned a lot, I've learned a lot in these years, I still have a lot to learn and I haven't unlearned a lot. So those are the main things that I catch myself on a regular basis having to check myself on. And some days I get frustrated because I'm like, okay, how many times am I going to have to keep having this conversation with myself? How many times am I going to have to keep having this conversation with my therapist? How many times am I going to have to keep having this conversation with my sister or my mom? How many times am I going to keep bringing this up? And the answer to that, even though it's not an answer that I particularly like is until you get it. And obviously If something keeps happening and you feel like, oh, I've learned this lesson already. Obviously, you did not if you keep having to relearn it. So those are things that I just kind of have to check myself about all the time. And I love that I give myself permission to do that. And I don't get mad at myself about it. And I'm not like, oh, wow, you're a horrible person. How dare you ignore someone? How dare you block this person for no reason? You know, I just, I don't punish myself. I just correct myself. Like, why are you blocking this person? They've done nothing to you. You're blocking them because you're mad about something that they don't even know about. 
Let's not do that. Let's communicate. Let's communicate with ourselves first and let's communicate with them. Like, it's just me correcting myself and not punishing myself. Because I've, oh, I've punished myself about a lot of things a lot of times, okay? I've punished myself for things, as, something as simple as crying because something really hurt my feelings. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, why are you crying about this? Let it go. You, you're being weak. And I've punished myself for things like that. And now when I cry about something that's truly hurt my feelings, I just correct myself and say, hey, you're upset because this hurt your feelings and you definitely have that right. But at the same time, we got to understand what we're crying about. Is this worth shedding tears over? And one thing I hate to do is cry about the same thing more than once. So when I catch myself crying about something more than once, then I have to correct myself and say, hey, we, we've shed tears about this before. So what are we going to do about the situation? We've shed tears. We've yelled. We've screamed. We've tried to communicate. We've broken down. We have yet to break through. So how are we going to get to that point? Because one thing I don't do, one thing me, my, don't do is cry about a situation more than once anymore. Because <laughs> I've had those days and those relationships where you cried and cried and cried a river of tears. And so now I just have this new thing that I'm not crying about a situation more than once. So if I cried about it at some point, cool, you know, some things, sometimes frustrations and hurt just leads you to tears. But if I've cried about a situation and I feel the urge to cry about it again, that means the situation is wrong. That means the situation is not for me. That means that I need to correct the situation, not necessarily myself, but I need to correct my involvement in this situation because it's obviously not for me. It's not healthy. It's not right. So that's what I mean by just correcting myself. It's not always even my behaviors. It's sometimes my reactions to other people's behavior. Um, Sometimes it's just my reaction to um, little things that I don't need to be so upset about or little things that I'm showing anger towards because of all these other things. So I've been working in that. Ain't quite there yet, but I'm working in it. And I know you're probably like, okay, that's great to know, but how does this tie back to purpose? I'm glad you asked. So earlier when I was saying that I felt like my purpose was to tell these stories and to share these these stories to be of service to other people to help themselves. You can't help anyone to do anything until you learn some things about yourself, until you have corrected some things within yourself, until you know yourself. So that's how I've gotten to this point. I've done a lot of work on myself, like some grilling work, okay, I've brought up a lot of things that I swore I'd never talk about again. I've gotten a therapist and another therapist. I've really dug into myself and have a better understanding of why a lot of situations have occurred in my life, um, whether it be of my own doing or someone else's. And since I've been doing all of this work, I now feel like, I'm in a great position to really execute my purpose. 
And I used to think that way. I have to wait until I'm a perfect person, until I have the cars, the money, the status, until I'm out here with um, natural hair down my back, until I'm just this picture perfect esque woman before I could do anything in my purpose. But then I thought, now what good would it be for me to delay my purpose because of things I feel within myself? Especially when these are things that are superficial, they're super surface level. What good and how genuine and how real would I be walking in my purpose if I waited until that? And the answer was super simple. I I wouldn't. It wouldn't be as powerful. It wouldn't be as authentic. It wouldn't even really be me walking in my purpose if I decided to only show this great, fantastic, prim and proper version of the purpose. So I said, I'm going to get started today. I'm going to get started walking in my purpose learning more about myself, learning more about it, learning more on how to execute it in better ways. But I'm going to get started with what I've learned thus far, who I am right now, what I'm doing at this moment. And that's how I ended up here. And so when it comes to purpose, everyone has a different one. Some people don't know. Some people kind of know. Some people are walking in it. They, they two-stepping in it because they know exactly what it is. But regardless, if, if you're the first person, second, third, whoever person you are when it comes to purpose, know that when you, even if you dip a toe in the purpose, you're doing better than any, any time when you're not in that purpose. When you decide to walk in it, maybe you got to crawl in it. Maybe you got to just, you know, jump in, jump out. You don't, you don't really know quite yet how you're going to do it. Just choose to do it. Walk in that purpose when you know what it is and when you feel it on your chest and it feels powerful. And you're like, I know in the every fiber of my being, this is my purpose. Walk in it. Ready or not, scared or not, prepared or not. Whatever it may be, when you start walking in it and you start putting the work in to really get to the point where the place in the point where you need to be, everything will fall into place. I don't know a whole lot of things when it comes to purpose, but I know that I know that every single person I know who chose to walk in their purpose, no matter what level they were at, they always feel good about it. And the only people who don't feel good about it is when they aren't sure if that's for them. When you know something's for you, when you know that this is what you've been crafted and created and made to do, when you know that this is exactly where you're supposed to be, you walk in that, you stand in that, and you make sure that you remind yourself constantly that this is where you are. And though you may be started somewhere, you know, down low or not quite where you want to be, at least you're in it. And that's all I wanted to say today in regards to purpose and an introduction to Take Care with Mod. And I'm so happy that you chose to tune in today. Um, I have a lot in store for this and I'm so excited to share.
I'm so excited to share um, conversations, experiences, more stories. And I'm also excited to hear what you guys think of this first episode. This is just a little dose, a little taste. You know, tell me what you think. You can find me on Instagram at modifying, <laughs> I can't even say it right, at modifying M- Malaysia. I'm sorry, I just changed my name. So it's modifying Malaysia. That's M A U D I F Y I N G. M-A-L-A-Y-S-I-A. You can find me on Twitter at Maud Alcorn, M-A-U-D-A-L-C-O-R-N. And that's also my website, modalcorn.com, where you can leave um, comments of what you feel about the show. You can also comment wherever you're listening to, and I'll be sure to read everything. Any kind of feedback is truly appreciated. But again, thank you for tuning in to take care with mod and please remember to take care of yourself love and light until next time bye